Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And yeah, it's been quite a while since I've actually done my regular podcast. Mainly because I've I felt that I have covered more or less all the the fields, the subjects <laughs> regarding um, problems with society and people in general, and it's only escalating. I mean, since then, um, you know, since Imran Khan's government got illegally toppled off uh, by the American Stooges, and, uh, you know, the whole country has been in uproar um, because of the artificial inflation caused again by the U.S. all over the world, because the U.S. is just, you know, dying to get their hands on uh, anything and everything that could help them make war because that is basically the u.s sole revenue after all apart from obviously drug trading but the point uh of today's podcast is not about that as such because everybody is aware as in everybody who um has a, a very clear idea of how the mainstream media is actually not um you know a reliable trusted source of news and they look for alternative media or they you know have friends on social media with whom they're in contact so all those people are aware of the fact that right now pakistan is going through this massive protest um the people they are coming out in the streets because they all not only did they topple imran khan but then they killed a very respected journalist um who was already fleeing for his life abroad and the fact that again americans were involved together with our intelligence agency and that the fact that the illicit government of pakistan which is not even an elected government um that they were behind it um the fact that they have come in in such panic mode because they need to meet america's deadline to crush pakistan completely and to kill Imran Khan, which have already tried and failed once. Um, that tells a lot. Actually, it says a lot. And at the moment, uh, I think Pakistan is at that point where um, they'll probably end up just burning everybody alive. The people have had enough and it's about time because I, I, I've always believed our people, one of their main uh, flaws is our people are too complacent and so lazy and that is why they're facing what they're facing today because if they weren't so lazy then we wouldn't have reached where we are today and even now the fact that the people are still a bit undecisive as in they're still a bit scared they did make a, a very weird attempt at trying to take over the um punjab uh, ministers i think the chief minister's house or uh, office was it i don't know but as I said, that was a very stupid botched attempt because this should have been done on a massive scale. I think, I believe that the people of Pakistan should move with military precision and uh, surround and attack all the institutions simultaneously. Okay, because our legal institution is already compromised and corrupted and our establishment, well, there are known throughout history for assassinating any and all leaders um, who have worked for our national interest. And when it comes to our illicit government, it's all their people everywhere. So, you know, you 
you need to basically, if you want to uh, get rid of them, you have to do it simultaneously and with military precision, otherwise it's not going to happen. So moving on to that is, again, you know, it's uh, because of all of the, this, you know, when you're already um, in that tension and, you know, inflation is there and rates have gone high and there are no, long, no more jobs. Well, there haven't been jobs for a very long time, but now there are like completely no jobs. And people are jobless and, you know, rates of everything have increased triple fold and it's basically increasing by the day. I mean, it's like literally every 24 hours. You know, the, the price of something or the other just gets increased and then it this goes it, and everything else flares up because of that. So because of all of that, uh, I think people are already pretty much stressed out. And then, you know, add to that when our people still have not learned to change themselves in their everyday lives. You know, I you cannot expect your country to change and uh, you know, you don't, you can't expect a revolution <laughs> unless you uproot your own uh, society, your own uh, your own selves as individuals as well. And here's a perfectly good example of how our people are still, you know, how they still are. For example, um, you know, when you get guests, um, especially when it's relatives, you know, they remember that they're your relatives when they want to impose themselves on you. Right. But they don't remember that your relatives and they don't remember that, you know, about give and take. And they don't remember about blood when it comes to you or when you uh, are in that position. So, for example, I, I know that and I've seen that happen a lot, which is why, you know, I've, I've become a very, very sort of a um, and sort of antisocial in the sense that I really do not like to entertain people at home because I've had enough, basically. As you know, I think I've, I've sort of talked about this previously as well. When people come over to your house, they act as if your house is their house. And I really, really hate that because when I go to people's places, I do not touch their things. I do not move from the place I'm already seated at unless necessary. And I definitely do not add to their discomfort. There's this trend here in Pakistan where people always want to bring their maids, especially their nannies, with their kids when they go to other people's places they think that they are actually helping their host maybe and you know easing the burden but they're not they're actually adding to it because their maids um it's not like they're you know at the end of the day and no matter what they are at the end of the day they are just you know those maids who don't care okay and if you you have to supervise now the maids as well as the kids, it's, it's double stress. And I don't even see I, I I've under, I've noticed that people in Pakistan, they are, again, very complacent and they don't seem to care and they'll just leave everything as it is. Very few people, you know, um, are very uh, they are very strict about it and that they actually take care about these things. But mostly they don't. They just leave their maids, you know, up to their own devices. And see, here's my problem. You have these maids or these nannies. Okay, let's just call them nannies because ultimately that's what they are. So these nannies, their job is to take care of the kids, to make sure that the kids don't roam all over the place, to don't touch things, don't break things, and that they stay in one place and they play and, you know, and they're safe and things around them are safe too. But that's not what they do. In fact, if anything, I've noticed that these nannies are the ones that pick things you know, and give it to the kids and put it in their hands and let them eat, put it in their mouths and stuff. And for example, there was this um, relatives came over yesterday and I am I am purely allergic 
to these nannies seriously because I've had so much experience with them so as usual they brought their nanny with them and to take care of both of their kids and at the end of the day what is going on is that uh, the nanny herself you know there's this you know the, these rabbit ears that we have these uh, remote control covers that have rabbit ears the maid was busy pulling one of the ear and at the end she just tore I don't even know if she's the one who tore the ear off or if it's the kids you see and then uh, when my cousin then went to check on the kids then she noticed that the kids were putting uh, you know those decorative Easter eggs that we have those hollow eggs plastic ones you just open them and you have toys in them that one of her kids was putting it in his mouth she carried all of that and put it on a, at a higher place obviously that's because you know she had the sense to do that but the maid what was the maid doing all this time what was the nanny doing all this time so I really really hate I think I personally think um, as you know I also coach people on etiquette and uh, social etiquette and uh, personal you know uh, grooming and all and I, I personally think that this this goes against basic etiquette when you take your maids your servants and your nannies uh, when you go over to somebody else's home especially if you do not train them on how to behave when they're in somebody else's home right um, I mean imagine that um, that if, if you are made uncomfortable in your own home and if you are getting doubly stressed you know by these things because uh, you know my own nephews you know there is there's not a single thing in this house that they haven't broken and because obviously you know we had shifted from abroad all our things you know they were from the 80s and 90s era most of those things that are basically extremely durable extremely high-tech and even later on when we added to stuff in the house again and they were again these were all you know these were not just off brands these were extremely well-known branded items that cannot be found in Pakistan and so they cannot even be fixed even if you want them to because you're just scared that everybody's going to only end up breaking them you know so all our appliances and our gadgets and our and our you know stereo systems and everything they were all you know from abroad and say what you may but I'll tell you one thing I, I have realized that our older um, gadgets were actually much much more advanced than today's gadgets in so many ways they had so many more options they were more durable they were more beautiful more sleek more advanced you know and you don't get those those things nowadays you know it's like the example of those fridges you know when, when we think about the fridges in the 40s and we look at them and we're like oh my god those fridges were they had so much going on with them and nowadays you know you have these expensive fridges and they're just basic fridges they don't really have anything going on for them so you know there is that so I think people who have actually used um, uh, you know items from Sony and Iva and stuff like that they know what you're talking about that these these companies even today they make durable stuff they make stuff to last and they make high-end stuff and so when these when these things get you know broken or spoiled by other people uh, you know then obviously you know you you feel really really sad and my nephews as I said there's not a single thing in this house that they hadn't broken and we had to change everything including the furniture of the whole house right and we had to discard a lot of things 
And, you know, and then when we were finally getting things together again, you know, when we went for Umrah a few years ago, um, even though we had warned my nephews not to, you know, come here in our absence, you know, they brought their friends over. And again, when we were back, um, there was damage done. So, I mean, this is how this is this is my main problem with so-called relatives so at that point, our nephews remember that we're relatives. So our house is their house so they can call their friends. And I'm sorry to say, but, you know, boys, especially, you know, their friends, they're, they're literally sobs, really. I think boys are the most useless and the most, the most, how do I say, I'm trying not to curse here, but really they are just useless, okay? And all they do wherever they go is they break things, they spoil things, they're useless, they can't do anything on their own, they're, they act like cripples, they're like overgrown babies, that's it, you know. So I don't see even why people want to even have boys as kids, to be very honest. I don't think people say it's easier to um, take care of boys, but I'm sorry, I think it's easier to take care of girls, right? Uh, not boys. Boys, I think, are the worst thing that could happen to you. And especially if you're not a parent, then then they're literally the worst thing that can happen to you when somebody else has kids and they're boys. Because these parents, they seem to think that because they're boys, let them do anything, let them, you know, this, they are their boys. For every single thing, there's this thing, they're boys. I feel like smacking the parents more than I feel like smacking the kids, to be honest. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, we sort of revamped the whole house, uh, you know, and it was with great pains that we did that. And... Uh, before that, even when we were younger, when our cousins, some of our cousins would come over, again, the boys, the male cousins, they broke lots of our um, de decorations, highly high-end, very expensive decorations, which again, are still not available in Pakistan. And nowadays, actually, you can't even find them in other countries so easily. And they were, because they were basically made of fiber optic, <clears throat> you know, those really beautiful uh fiber optic decorations that were made with lights and stuff and very delicate very uh very lovely stuff um and then you know they would scratch the you know the paint off the heaters and you know uh, some somebody would uh, you know tug and break i mean literally i mean i don't know where they get all this strength from that even the things that are seemingly unbreakable they manage to break and so again coming back to yesterday yesterday again when my cousin came over to visit and she brought along her kids and their maid now i saw them i saw the nanny holding the remote control and i saw her tugging at its ears and i thought that i had given her a look that was enough for her to realize that she needs to be careful yeah but at the end of the day when i found the remote control its ears its ear had had been you know torn off and i couldn't find that piece anywhere it means she tore it off and she threw it in the dustbin somewhere so that nobody could find it. I checked everywhere and I couldn't even find the piece of that ear. See, my point is, I just bought that cover recently. It hasn't even been a month. It hasn't even been a month, you know. And I I actually ordered it from overseas, you know, because I couldn't even find it here locally. And uh, it hadn't even been a month. I mean, it's like, you know, as my dad says, whenever these people come, it's like they just have to leave some damage in their wake, you know, to remind us forever that they were here, you know. And if you go to their house, I'll give you an example. My cousins, the ones who I'm, I'm telling you about, the ones who, you know, broke a lot of stuff when they used to come over, our decoration pieces and stuff. 
uh, when once we went to their place with my nephews, uh, you know, then they were so, they were panicking. They were panicking all over the place about, oh, don't touch this, don't. And, and actually, I was so strict with my nephews that I, I wouldn't even let them touch anything anyway. But the minute they would see them walking towards something or somewhere, they would just shout at them. And their own kids, when when they're when my cousins, when they're and I actually I sort of you know I that was the first time that I literally I taunted, and I taunted my cousin and I'm like yeah I can't remember who those people were who used to come over to our house and swing over our railings our staircase railings and break our stuff, you know, and you know then he he just went red and shut up because like. How can you forget what, what you people were, you know, or what you've been doing? So when it comes to your stuff, then you, and even now, okay, so when it comes to your stuff, you're so careful. You've got little kids, right? So why is it that when you now come to, again, our house with your little kids, they're all over the place and nobody to stop them. Again, we have to be the bad guys now. And then we have to tell them, we have to yell at the kids and tell them to just shut up and sit down somewhere, right? Before they break anything. So I, I do, I think, that I, again, as I said, I think this is something I've talked about before. You need to teach your kids manners. Seriously. I have realized that parents nowadays seem to think nothing of manners and etiquette. They think it's not important. It's very important. Uh, in, as a Muslim, especially if you're a Muslim in Islam, um, you are not a Muslim unless and until you practice those basic etiquette and manners. Okay? So the best person amongst all Muslims is that person who has done good deeds and takes care of his manners, okay? There's so many hadiths of the Prophet, you know, there's so many ahadiths of the Prophet, and there's so many traditions of the Prophet where he has constantly made this clear that the weight of the scales is heaviest when counting good deeds and consideration towards others and kindness towards others, okay? consideration towards others this is what this all falls into consideration you need to consider others and the name for consideration towards others or for others is basic etiquette okay that is it when you learn to be considerate towards others when you learn to consider other people for every little thing that you say and do that is your basic etiquette that is your manners okay and and you really i'm sorry but Parents are the culprits here, okay? They're hypocritical and they remember religion and culture whenever it suits them. It's always been that way, but modern parents are even worse because they just don't care. Now, they don't care about anything and everything. Or they'll just assign a nanny and to hell with the nanny and to hell with the kids with the nanny, right? They just want everything off of their head and they don't want to take full responsibility and they don't want to... I was not even a mother and... And my, my nephew's mother was actually the, one of the worst specimens of motherhood I could ever see. And I had to jump in and be the bad guy. I had to jump in and be the mother. And I was the one who was always, you know, scolding them and teaching them manners and discipline and this and that. And I, was, and I, wasn't, I wasn't even married and I was single. And I was brought all the way back from abroad to help take care of these brats. And frankly, I didn't even want to do this. But... Because I have such a huge sense of responsibility and because they were thrown into my care. Again, you know, which I'm talking about relatives. You remember where relatives and you remember where blood when you want to use somebody, but it doesn't apply to you. Hello, it applies to both. You know, you clap with both, both hands. Okay, what applies to you would apply to the other person. Okay, you can't just remember 
all your rights as a relative or as a sibling or as a parent or as a child, you know, and forget your duties in turn. Okay, if you have rights over the other person, then they also have rights over you. Okay, of the same way, the same way, the same amount. Okay, it's equal. It's give and take. So the kids were thrown on me and I had to take care of them and I did my best. I, I was I was constantly at their heels, you know, and I would make sure that nobody's doing anything. And, and every, every time we left them with their mother and if, if we had to travel or if we had to go for Umrah or if we had to go anywhere, every time we left them with their mother, um, it's as if they forgot every single thing we taught them in just months, in just months. They would become rowdy, they would become loud, they would become rude, they would become, you know, they, were, they would be all over the place, they would break, we would come back to find our house is basically in tatters. That's motherhood for you, seriously. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think parents, most of the, I, I would just suggest to people, please don't have kids, don't give birth to kids, because I'm sorry, but if you can't, if you can't even handle it, then don't you know, don't produce nuisances for the rest of the world and for people around you, okay? Only have kids if you know that you are ready to take the responsibility, okay? In Pakistan, people just give birth to kids, you know, left, right, and center, because at the end of the day, they're not the ones who are going to take full responsibility. They'll throw them on their relatives, or their grandparents, their parents, their uncles, their aunts, their siblings. Their... I mean, why? And if nothing else, then there's always a maid to top it off, a nanny, a so-called nanny who's not even a nanny because all she's doing is adding to your work and adding to your stress. Yeah? So, okay, I would repeat myself to make my points clear today. First, please don't give birth to kids unless you're 100% sure that you can take their responsibility. Second, if you hire a nanny and if you plan to take that nanny to somebody's house, please train them first, okay? Because you do know that there's a lot and a, a lot of, you know, uh, let's just be straightforward here. There's a lot of stealing. There's a lot of, you know, so when, whenever somebody else's maid or servant comes into your house, you 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 become so hyper uh, sensitive and so alert because you now have to be you have to take care of the person the, the guests you have to entertain them and then you have to constantly keep an eye on their maids and servants and nannies that they're not roaming all over the house stealing stuff because that has happened so many times you know and if you know that there is this potential why would you impose on your host First of all, if your host is not even ready to entertain you and the host is telling you, come some other day when we're ready and all, and you're like, no, no, no. That time, obviously, you remember that your relatives, so to hell with the host's plans for the day and to hell with everything. And that, and I can tell you, these people, when if you would want to go to their place and they would flatly tell you, oh, don't come. Oh, we're, we're, we're going elsewhere. We, we're, we're not going to be able to. And we, what, we, we don't force ourselves on them. We don't impose ourselves. We don't say, no, we will come today, whether you're ready or not. We never do that. But it's weird how every time they they, they want to come over, they do that to us. It's as if we don't have lives of our own. We don't have plans of our own, you know. So our, our, our whole world should just revolve around them. Seriously. So first you impose at that point that you force them to entertain you 
at a day that's not suitable for them. And then you give them a short notice that we're coming in an hour and everybody knows that this is Pakistan and you're a typical Pakistani, which means you will probably take four hours to come. So one doesn't even know what to do with you. They don't even know if they need to prepare dinner or tea. And you end up preparing both because you just don't know when the hell they're supposed to come. And then the second imposition is when you take your maids and your servants and you take your nannies to the host's place. Okay, that is 100% in my opinion, that is 100% offensive. Okay, and that that contradicts etiquette that contradicts basic etiquette because now you not only is the host supposed to take care of you now the host is supposed to be doubly stressed checking out what your servants are up to roaming all over their house without permission all right i think this is the height this is the height of uh, lack of manners this is the height of ill mannerism this is the height of bad etiquette and this is the height of offensiveness that you can ever do to others so and this is this is literally what pakistanis do all the time this is just a small example of how our people are you know obviously many people would say indians and bangladeshis are also I mean, we're all the same in this respect but i mean i'm a pakistani so i'm going to talk about my country right this is literally the kind of people that we are uh, and then we expect that you know one single man should come and clean your shit and you know imran khan should and then and and this is the kind of people we are that there are people asking imran khan oh you know what did you do for us he hasn't even been here two years and you're asking him what did he do for you and there are those a-holes who have been looting you robbing you raping this country robbing you blind for the past 30 freaking years and not once do you want to ask them what have they done for you seriously this is the kind of people we are so if this is the kind of people we are do you honestly expect this country to change in fact i keep on saying this that imran khan the worst thing that he could ever have done was waste 22 years of his life for a country that never deserved it this is a country this is a nation of people that never deserved Jannah and his sister. Jannah died, his sister was killed. Then their Liaquat Ali Khan was killed by America again. Again, who followed America's orders? Our establishment. So, I mean, you know, right from the start, our establishment was implanted by the Brits. And obviously America took over the colonization from Brits. You know, if anybody thinks America is the leader of the independent world of the free world, Think again, because I don't see how when America actually still actively has colonies and it is still taking care of the leftover colonies of Britain. Okay, so yeah, I free word my foot. Okay, yeah, America is not the leader of any free world. If anything, America is the youngest of the uh, colonizers and they are trying to retake all the other countries that finally got free from British rule and they're trying to colonize them and they already have a few of their own colonies no matter what they like to call them those are their colonies that they had taken over from Britain or that they had actively taken over later on as America so I again would say that if our own people will not change then they shouldn't expect anybody to help them change because 
your country is at the end of the day made up of people that's another thing when we say country we're not talking about land land is something else country is something else land is just the land it's the soil country means people okay so if we say that this country does not deserve to be worked on then we're talking about the people okay if you want a country to change people have to change individuals have to change you have to change your mindset you have to change yourselves you have to learn some manners and basic etiquette because believe it or not that is where it all stems from okay the root cause of the demise of any civilization or nation is lack of etiquettes and lack of manners okay so you can belittle it all you want but at the end of the day the rise and fall of nations is based on this one tiny thing etiquette right you need to observe etiquette you need to learn it and you need to practice it because really enough is enough and especially this basic etiquette where you yourselves know that you're wrong because again when people come over to your homes you don't want people to touch your things but when you go to other people's homes you start touching their things what the hell is wrong with you unless again you're trying to tell me that pakistanis as a whole have this collective insanity you know that that you're basically genetically insane all of you you know so yeah don't don't even try to make those excuses stop taking your maids and your servants to other people's homes please you're just adding to their burden you're not easing their burden you're easing your burden but you're adding to their burden okay hospitality does not mean that you should throw yourselves on the person who's being hospitable to you, to you and you know when you're talking about relatives and blood and this and that then again it goes two ways so it's not always you to be at the receiving end you know learn to give as well yeah and if people have give, taken the time out of their lives to take care of your shit the least you can do is to be courteous towards them right that's the least you can do so and this this i'm talking about immediate family so if you think that because they're your immediate family and you know so you have all the rights you don't you have duties as well and if you cannot fulfill those duties then don't lean over on your immediate family and expect them to fulfill all your rights they're already doing more than that you know you need to understand that um in pakistan this 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 trend of uh, you know of children throwing their children on their families you know this needs to stop this really needs to stop it contradicts islam it because islam does not believe in joint family system okay because uh the whole idea of a woman being able to live in her home without the problem of parda that is what islam gives a woman and in the prophet has made it very clear that a woman should not be subjected to live with her in-laws she's not supposed to live with her in-laws and he has specifically mentioned brother-in-laws in that as well which means that if you have a, a, if you're living in a house in your husband's house where his brothers are also living even if they're married or not that doesn't matter and if his parents are there yeah you need to you need to separate immediately a wife needs a separate place she needs a separate house and that is her right in islam and it's your duty and if you cannot do that then you're not supposed to marry that is based the basic requirement of islam but in pakistan suddenly it's so convenient for them to remember their culture then oh yeah then out the window you know then to hell with islam and you know it's all culture then because everybody then wants their joint family system parents are just you know they're just just sticking to the children just pulling at their children as if you know they're going to die without them 
because I've noticed that parents here basically think that because they have brought up their children, they've given birth to them, they've spent so much money on them. So that means that they have the right to now control their children's lives forever. That's wrong. And Islam, your responsibility, your duty is that you need to take responsibility for your own decision. Your decision was to have sex. The consequence was having kids. Now it's your responsibility to take care of those kids. And then the added responsibility from God is that you need to make sure that these grow into human beings who can take care of other human beings in the future. Right? They're not your properties. They're not your assets. They're other human beings. And it's only in this life that you're related to each other. When you go back to the real life, then you have nothing to do with each other. So this this is basically you people enacting a drama. It's an it's a drama, and you need to fulfill your roles, okay? And then you have to exit stage. That's it. So yeah, I mean, I think this this is you know worth thinking about. Um, you know the basic etiquette of when you're visiting somebody, relatives or not. Please do not take your servants and maids and nannies. Um, just leave your kids at home. If you trust your nanny so much that you can take her around with your kids and just leave them and let them do whatever they want without you even checking on them, then you can just leave them at home. Especially when at home, you will probably have one family member or the other to even help look after them. You know, since you're so big and depending on other people to look after your own kids. And yeah, and if you do have to take your nannies to other people's homes, teach them some manners, teach them some etiquette, teach them how to stay in one place and focus on the kids rather than them leaving the kids to roam around. If at the end of the day the parents have to jump in to stop the kids from getting hurt or to stop the kids from touching something or to stop the kids from breaking something, then why, again, why the frack do you have the nanny there to add to everybody's problems, you know? And then there are these nannies who think nowadays, you know, they, they think that they're trying to be very modern and they, so they will speak in Urdu and in English and then stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, that doesn't change their mindset and mentality. If they're still going to, you know, uh, try to seduce every man in the family that they see, even though they themselves are probably getting married next month, you know? Yeah, we've also had that, a nanny trying to seduce um, or trying to be very chummy with uh, male members of the family i mean why even you know why why and and then the male members of the family get so uncomfortable that they just you know they and then they get so peed off and you know for two to three days they're 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 like extremely peed off so you just went to somebody's place you caused them added stress then your nanny added to their stress your kids added to their stress and then your nanny goes and does stuff like that i mean seriously yeah why even create these problems for other people well, this is it for today, and um, because these are the holidays, it's the holiday season, so all those of you gearing up, hope you have a lovely time, and the rest of us, obviously, um, to whom these uh, holidays are just mere winter holidays, uh, again, hope you enjoy, because I know these are the days when people want to travel and stuff, so if you're traveling, safe journey, safe travels, and if you are planning to travel, hope everything is right up your alley and everything that you wished for and yeah again wherever you are please mind your manners wherever you are in the plane and the airport and yeah airport crew airport staff they need to learn relearn and they need to be re-educated by their supervisors on how to 
be mindful towards their customers and their clients and you know they need to mind their manners they need to learn that again all over again the airport staff they need to relearn their manners especially the ones uh, in, in America and in uh, certain parts of Europe and uh, yeah so I think uh, people out there hope you all have a lovely time again mind your manners wherever you are always be considerate towards others think of how you would feel if others encroach upon your personal space okay it what applies to you applies to everybody else okay so this is me signing out take care bye bye Hafiz.